Wahali, welcome to Herald Broadcasting Network's Bible Banquet, the daily devotional on the book of 1 Corinthians. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but also to carnal men, as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to have it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are not, ye are yet carnal. Whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions. Are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watered, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planted and he that watered are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. We are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builded thereon. But he will let every man take heed. How he built it thereupon. For the foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Christ Jesus. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, or stubble, Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abides which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burnt, he shall suffer loss, for he himself shall be saved, yet as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are, 
Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. But the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftless, and again the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas of the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. May the Lord bless the reading of the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, let's see the summary of all that we have read this morning. The Corinthian approved for their contentious, <clears throat> the Corinthians reproved for their contentions. That's what we see in verses 1 to 4. The true servants of Christ can do nothing without him. Verses 5 to 9. He is the only foundation and everyone should take heed what he builds thereon. Verses 10 to 15. The churches of Christ ought to be kept pure and to be humble. Verses 16 to 17. And they should not pay for glory in men because ministers and all things else are theirs through Christ. Verses 18 to 23. There are some beautiful lessons we may draw from this reading. We will go straight away to take them now. Paul is here saying that the most simple truth of the gospel as to man's sinfulness and God's mercy, repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, stated in the plainest language, suits the people better than deep mysteries that men preach. Men may have much doctrinal knowledge, yet be mere beginners in the life of faith and experience. Connections and quarrels about religion are sad evidences of carnality. True religion makes men peaceable, not contentious, but it is to be lamented that many who should work as Christians live and act too much like other men in the world. Many professors and preachers also show themselves to be yet carnal by vain glorious strife, eagerness for dispute, readiness to despise and speak evil of others. The ministers about whom Corinthians contended we are only instruments used by God. Therefore we should not put ministers into the place of God. He that planted and he that watered are one, employed by one, 
on master, and that is Jesus Christ. Trusted with the same revelation, busy in one work, and engaged in one design. They have their different gifts from one and the same spirit for the same purposes and should carry on the same design heartily. And the Lord has given them grace. They should be well understood. Those who work hardest shall fare best. These and those who are most faithful shall have the greatest reward. They work together with God in promoting the purposes of His glory and the salvation of precious souls. And he who knows their work will take care they do not labor in vain. They are employed in his husbandry and building, and he will carefully look over them. Hallelujah. The apostle was a wise master builder, but the grace of God made him such. Hence, spiritual pride is abominable. Tis using the greatest favors of God to feed our own vanity and make idols of ourselves. But let every man take heed. There may be bad building on a good foundation. Nothing must be laid upon it but what the foundation will, will bear. And what is of a piece with it. Let us not dare to join a merely human or a carnal life with a divine faith. The corruption of sin with the profession of Christianity. Christ is a firm, abiding, and immovable rock of ages, everywhere able to bear all the weight that God Himself or the sinner can lay upon Him. Neither is there salvation in any other. Leave out the doctrine of His atonement. There is no foundation for our hopes, but of those who rest on the foundation, there are two sources. Some hold nothing but the truth, as it is in Jesus, and preach nothing else. Others build on the good foundation, what will not abide the test when the day of trial comes. We may mistaken in ourselves and others but there is a day coming that we show our actions in the true light without covering or disguise those who spread true and pure religion in all its branches and whose work will abide in the great day shall receive a reward how great that reward will be how much a sitting their desires will be. There are others who corrupt opinions and doctrines of vain inventions and usages in the worship of God. They shall be made known, disowned, and rejected in that day. Let us beware. This is plainly meant of a figurative fire, not of a real one. What real fire can consume religious rites or doctrines? And it is to try every man's works, those of Paul and Apollos, as well as others, 
let us consider the tendency of our undertakings, compare them with God's word, and judge ourselves that we may be judged, we may not be judged of God. From other parts of the epistle of Paul, it appears that the false teachers among the Corinthians taught unholy doctrines. Such teachings tended to corrupt a pollute and to destroy the building which should be kept pure and holy for God. Those who spread base uh, loose principles which render the church of God unholy bring destruction upon themselves. Christ by the Spirit dwells in all true believers. Christians are holy by profession and should be pure and clean, both in heart and conversation. He is deceived who deems himself the temple of the Holy Ghost, yet is unconcerned about personal holiness or the peace and purity of the church. To have a high opinion of our own wisdom is but to flatter ourselves and self-flattery is the next step to serve the seed. The wisdom that worldly men esteem is foolishness with God. How justly does he despise and how easily can be, he baffle and confound it? The thoughts of the wisest man in the world have vanity, weakness, and folly in them. All this should teach us to be humble and make us willing to be taught of God as not to be led us away by pretenses, human wisdom, and skill from the simple truths revealed by Christ. Mankind are very apt to oppose the design of the mercies of God. Now observe the spiritual riches of a true believer. All are yours, even ministers and ordinances. Nay, the world itself is yours. Since have as much of it as infinite wisdom sees it for them, and they have it with the divine blessing, life is yours. That you may have a season and opportunity to prepare for the life of heaven and that is yours that you may go to the position of uh, the things that are yours for after that is uh, judgment therefore we need to prepare now where there's still time where we live on the surface of the earth it is the kind of messenger to take you from sin and sorrow and guide you to your father's house if you do well. Things present as yours for your support on the road. Things to come as yours to delight you forever at the journey's end. If we belong to Christ and are true to him, all good belongs to us and is sure to us. Believers are the subjects of his kingdom. He is the Lord over us. We must own his dominion and cheerfully submit to his command. God in Christ reconciling the sinful world himself and pouring the riches of his grace on the reconciled world is the sum and substance of the entire gospel. Not to him, therefore, be glory and honor 
and power forever. I pray this day that the Almighty guide and keep us today. May He His May His Savior fire be around us to preserve us from all evils. May it be above us to make us untouchable and unapproachable by the powers of darkness. May God teach us and teach our hands to battle with success. And may He make our labors fruitful this day. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear listener. It shall be well with you. Amen.